Hey, welcome to the Healthy Style Podcast. I'm your host, Michaela, and I'm a health coach and a podcaster, and I'm here to share everything I possibly can to help you transform your life. And I'm here to talk all things health and wellness, beauty, skincare, daily routines, and transformation that will empower you to own your life and become the best version of yourself. So grab a cup of coffee, tea, or green juice and sit back and enjoy this episode. Hello, my friend. Welcome to today's episode. And I have a really fun one for you today. I actually did this episode for the Rock Your Soul podcast. My friend, Nicole Eaton, she interviewed me and I really get into like my life story and how I, you know, uh, started my wellness journey, which if you knew me before my wellness journey, I was not this person. I was partying way too much in the city and had a completely different life. So it will show you that no matter where you are on your journey, you can facilitate change. Um, I really get into like all of my routines in there and basically how I live my life right now and how that came about. We talk about intuition and intentions and basically like ditching that double life that I used to live, you know, from, um, this party girl lifestyle to really wanting to live a wellness lifestyle. So for a while I was living this like double life (laughs) and completely let go of the, the one that was not serving me. And, um, yeah, so this is a really fun episode, really fun listen. And it's also a great way to get to know me a little bit more. And I haven't done one of these episodes in quite some time. So I wanted to share with you on here. And if you haven't yet uh, checked out my friend, Nicole Eaton's podcast, rock your soul. It's amazing. She goes really much more deeper into like manifesting and intentions and, you know, tuning into your intuition. So she's amazing with that. So be sure to check her out and enjoy the episode. Well, welcome Michaela. Thank you for having me, Nicole. So glad to be here. I am so excited to connect with you. Um, I love your energy and I think that my audience is going to absolutely adore you. Oh, thank you. And I love everyone. So I'm super excited. So we always like to get a little background. Do you mind explaining just what you do and how you got into it? Sure, sure. So I am a health coach. I've been a health coach for about six years. And prior to that, I was a yoga teacher and sort of to like make ends meet, I was like a bartender. So I've, I've had all different types of experiences, but I always knew that I really want to live like a, like a really good quality life and which was different in my twenties compared to what I want now. So I am a mother. My daughter is five years old and she completely transformed everything for me. So Um, I'm such a better person because of her. I just strive to be better. I, you know, I, I aim to live really healthy and vibrant and like of service and all of that. And that all stems from, I had a really traumatic childhood and I, I actually grew up in Slovakia and I moved to the States when I was 12 and I spoke no English. And so basically I was like thrown into middle school, like, you know, just sort of 
do my own thing. Luckily, I learned really quickly. Um, but I also feel like I lost like a big part of me because I had to like readjust so quickly. And so I had pretty tough teenage years. I mean, I had fun and all of that, but I was pretty lost. Yeah. Um, so at like 21, I had a bit of a breakdown. Um, I don't know what happened, but like, I just like, I felt like I spiraled out, out of control um, with my moods, my emotions, all of that. And I, nobody knew what to do. Nobody, like, I didn't know what was happening. And so luckily I found yoga. This was through like trying to, you know, go to therapy and, and, um, I tried some medicine. It just was not for me. Like I did, I literally did not feel like myself. And I said, this is, this is not the way there has to be another way. So I, found yoga and, and it was so funny. It was through this girl and I was like, what are you doing? She was just like stretching and she's like, oh, I'm practicing yoga. I was like, what is that? You know? Yeah. And um, I remember I went to the library and I bought a whole bunch of books and I started studying. I bought a DVD. I started practicing. I was like, this is like kind of weird, but interesting. And like, I don't even remember if I shared it with anybody because it just was not a normal way of like life, at the, you know, like when, right, you're that, right. when you're that age. And so anyway, I stuck with it. This was like, I was like 20, 21, something like that. And through that, there was like a, like a shift, like a spiritual shift. I was always very connected to like a spiritual world, but I really, really lost that when I was in my teens. Like you know, I would drink a lot and I would smoke and I would party and I would, you know, like have these I, I quote unquote normal experiences. Right. Um, but it obviously it didn't lead me to the best, you know, to the best things. And so, yeah, that internal search was always there. And so through yoga, I, I practiced on my own for about three years and then I became certified. It was like I was 24. And through that, I started learning like, oh, if I change my diet, I feel better. If I change my thoughts, I feel better. So I practiced so many different things, so many different ways of eating, thinking, meditating, yoga, like you name it, like I have tried it. Um, I, I, I always said like I had this like double life, like I would be out in the city. I had a great, you know, like group of friends and we would go out and have a good time. But then the other part of me was like, I was all alone and I would go to the bookstore, Barnes and Nobles, and I would literally spend all day there. And I was a bartender since I was like 24. And so I had the time freedom. I always wanted time freedom. So that was like another thing. I know I wanted to live good and, and but also, you know, have my time. And so I would work like two, three days a week, you know, made enough money. And then the other days I would either go out or I would go to the library and I would study. Um, I never graduated college. So I tried it. It was not for me. And so I basically created my own college. And I mean, I read tons of books, mainly like self-development, spirituality, a lot of spirituality. Um, I just was like, it, it was speaking my language that nobody was speaking. Like nobody was talking like this. I was like, whoa you know, where do I find these people that I can like have these conversations? We have a body, but we are spirits. And it's, if we don't tap into that part of us, like we will sort of get lost right within the noise and all of that. So anyway, all of that, like that whole journey took me to 
um, well, my brother passed away when I was about 27 and we were best friends. So that was another Mm. traumatic thing. And, but because I had my spirituality tool belt, you know, tools, I almost, I had this conversation with a client yesterday because she lost somebody. And I was like, it, it almost felt selfish that I wasn't grieving the way other people were grieving. And I felt him closer to me than I ever felt like I, of course I miss him so much physically and I would do anything to give him one more hug. Right. But you know, the last year that he was um, alive, like he was struggling a lot and it was so painful to see. And I literally felt that pain as an empath and him being free and also like, you know, I always felt, I, I now feel connected to him, like through the heart, like anytime I can ask him questions, I can speak to Mm -hmm. him, I can ask him for guidance. And like, he's literally there with a bigger force, you know? Absolutely. Um, So, and, but like I said, I, I felt a little guilty of, of just like having that connection. And like, you know, my mom was grieving, everybody was grieving differently, which, you know, it's, it's part of the whole process of life. Right. Um, but that really led me to be even more strategic with myself and what I want in life because just I just realized life is too damn short. And I really want to pack so many amazing things in mind for, you know, who knows how long I will be alive, but like I know what I want to experience in this physical body. And so I, you know, again, I went back to the drawing board. I remember at like 20, I read the secret and I like wrote down my perfect day. And I kid you not that that day is basically my day now, you know, and I, 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 we all know this, that this is how it works, but like, I had such faith in it and I put it to the side. I still lived my life. I still went out. I still made mistakes. I still you know, was studying and I, I, I did all of those things, but little by little, I was inching myself to the version that I want to be. And so this is what I teach with my clients is, is creating this framework for their life. And then also what comes with that is creating their best version of themselves, you know, their future self. And um, so that's, that's what I did. And I feel so good in my body. I feel, you know, even, even if I'm like low on sleep because my daughter woke up or whatever, like nothing can shake me. Like I, I have that vision and every single day I align myself. Right. And I ground myself and that's basically what drives me. And so this is what I teach. Um, and the last piece to that is I, at 29, I was like, I really want to help people. Like I was teaching yoga not full time. It was more of like a hobby for me. I never wanted to like, you know, teach full, full time. It's just, I know it helped me. And I wanted that I wanted to share that experience with others. So I, you know, I've led tons of workshops and classes. And I worked at a few, you know, studios and things like that. Um, but I, I was like, this is not it. Like, I, I want more, you know, I right, right. travel, I want, I want to talk about nutrition. And I feel like a lot of times they came and it's like, they just, they wanted that workout part and like that, that's all they wanted sometimes. Right. And right, so I was right. like, I want to speak to you about everything, you know? Yes. <laughs> so I, I, um, 
a good friend of mine, she went to IIN, so Institute for Integrative Nutrition. And I really like, it just, I was like, wow, like that was another thing. Like, like I piqued my curiosity and I literally signed up within like a week or two. And that has been, besides having my daughter, that has been like one of the big sort of um, pivots in my life that sort of gave me this power and, and knowledge and the tools to um, create a coaching business, but also to heal myself because there was so much stuff that happened in my twenties and I was still going through. And I went into IAN thinking like, I want to help others. And then the, the framework that's in that course, that curriculum is you basically are healing yourself as you're like, let's say building out a course or as you're working with clients. And probably, as you know, whenever you work with clients, you're like, you're healing yourself because you're things come up and you're processing things with them, right? Oh, 100%. Yes. Yes. (laughs) The world is your mirror, right? Yes. Yes. (laughs) And it's amazing. It's really, really cool. Um, So IIN was really an amazing experience and um, something that I always uh, will have that foundation for me. And it's coaching has looked really different for me over the years. And as as I have grown, um, and the impact that I want to make and just coming back to my drawing board, making changes, making shifts, does this feel good? Does that feel good? I'm okay with tossing things aside if it doesn't, you know, and so um, so that's basically what my life is about, what's, what my coaching is about. It went through a lot of struggles as we all did, right? But also getting rid of that victim mindset and just taking control of my life, of my health. I'm probably the healthiest I've ever been. And I never have been like overweight. I probably carried an extra like 10 to 15 pounds, but I never felt as good in my body as I do now. And um and that's priceless. Like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm 36 right now. And I know like my body's actually getting better and better and better. My habits are getting better and better and better, like all of these things. And I would say eight years ago, I would say these affirmations to myself and I didn't believe them, you know? And that's why I say, I'm like, just keep on affirming, but most importantly, attach that to a feeling. How would that feel like? And it didn't feel authentic for a while, but I knew that that's what I wanted. And so, you know, again, whatever I set in 10 years, I'm going to live it. Right. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Nothing is overnight. It it takes work. It takes that, that mindset and, and most importantly, the action and the feeling. So (laughs) I love your story. That is so fascinating. And I'm just trying to like middle school is hard enough, let alone showing up with no, um, (sighs) With, with being, you know, completely in a different language and really trying to adjust, like, I just give yeah. you props for that because, again, I spoke English and the middle school experience for me was still dicey. Um, yeah. But yeah. I, I love your story. And one of the most, like, beautiful things that you kept saying is just this, that change really starts with curiosity and mm-hmm. getting curious, like, oh, what is she doing over there with the, you know, yoga or, yeah. oh, what is this? What would this look like? And I think with the curiosity is that bridge between who you currently are and who you potentially could be. So I love that that was such like a beautifully placed word in your story of just developing that curiosity of how do I get 
from here mm-hmm. to there. And one of the things you also said was also, I think yoga is the starter drug of spirituality. <laughs> <laughs> it is the gateway drug of spirituality. Yes. Um, but I love that you were talking about, I think a lot of people, especially people who are diving into spirituality, um, feel like they're living a double life and continue to do things that they used to do and also absorb their mind or body or soul into spirituality. And I think whenever you're starting to step into your authenticity, it does feel like a double life at Mm. first because it's like, is this me? Like, do I do this? Do I feel like this? Do I believe in this? I can't tell other people because a lot of times when we start to develop a new version of ourselves, we usually have friends who know the old version of ourselves so well that it would be strange to be like, oh, by the way, now I do this (laughs) in my spare time or in so it's I dealt huge... with that for years. Yeah. For years. How did and you I... shift fully into yourself? Though? God, like when you're living I mean, that double life. Like my 20s, I was looking through my photos and I was out of the country more than I was in the country. I traveled a lot. Like I've been everywhere. And I've always like, of course, like I, I'm, I like to believe I'm a really good manifester. So one of the things I always wanted to do was just tr- always travel, travel the world, have amazing friends, have a good time. And so I did that. But I mean, long story short, I did it and in, in not the way I would do it now. Like I drank way too much. And so I'm like, I was hung over a lot of the times. And I mean, it was like luxurious and it was a good time, but I'm like, I would not do it that way ever again. You know, right. um, fast forward to now, I barely drink. Maybe I'll have one like glass of champagne every few months. Um, you know, again, to my daughter, because I just like it, does not, I don't show up as my best self or I don't feel the best way in the next morning. But anyway, so my twenties were like, I was this like outgoing party girl who always dressed up. And like, I always had like different styles. I went through like vintage styles. I'm like Katy Perry sort of thing to like, I mean, like you name it. I, I like, I, I love playing with creativity. Right. And so when <laughs> The funny part is I remember being in New York City and we would have these like fun nights out at like Tao or what, you know, whatever the nightclub was. And we would go to somebody's house or a friend's house and I would lead these meditation circles (laughs) at like 3 (laughs) a.m. And I remember it's like people around me closing their eyes being like, wow, this is amazing, you know? Yeah. So it's funny. So it was always a part of me. But to transition from that, like, you know, when you mask things with alcohol or drugs, it's very different when you are sober, because when you're sober, everything feels raw and like alive. And then like, you're, you know, you have your feelings and trying to navigate. And so it's, it's, it's very different. And so when I want, I truly wanted to align my inner self with my outer self, like things had to change. I you know, I had to let go of a lot of friends. So that was another thing. It was like, you know, we are the five people we surround ourselves with basically. Right. Absolutely. And that's nowadays, whether that's people that you follow on social media or podcasts that you listen to, all of that information is literally feeding your brain. It's like nutrition for your brain. It's like, if you eat certain food, your body will be a certain way. You will feel a certain way. Same thing with 
information that we put in our body, the conversations we have with people do, you know, do we gossip or do we, you know, encourage that friend and have conversations about business and growth and, and how to become our best version of ourselves. And so a lot of relationships I had literally had to fall away. There, there's a, you know, a handful of girlfriends that I still have luckily from, you know, even when we were in high school, which is beautiful. Um, and I'm okay with that. I do make friendships like this along the way to people that I really feel connected with. And I keep those conversations in that container because I need them. Right. And I'm sure Absolutely. it's like mutual, like, like yeah. you know, you and I will speak and it's going to be about these things. And it's um, really uh, like, eye-opening we'll learn different things like that's what I'm looking for right it's kind of like dating like what do you want you know yeah except with friends you get to have like different types of friends and like different types of conversations and so that's really fun um but I feel like anybody who's trying to not live a double life right um and like you said you're right it's gonna feel like that for a while and that's okay it can be a year it can be two years that's okay because this sort of thing takes time and it takes time to refine but if you keep at it you're gonna wake up one day and you're gonna be like wow like I have this external world that I love and then I also have this peace inside that I love um and of course not it's not gonna be still per- nothing is ever really perfect because everything is always changing if you I'm looking outside the window right now and obviously when you look outside everything is always beautiful right nature is always there you know trees are there leaves are growing and falling, but it's changing all the time. So are we, and we're supposed to change. We're not supposed to stay the same. The, the reason why I like coaching is because it really gives you that space to dig deeper because a lot of times people don't do it, will do it on their own. They're not going to journal and say, you know, like, like ask themselves questions for an hour. Right. And right. Yeah. Get really deep. And so like through coaching, there's this beautiful, almost like alchemy that happens where we bring forth what you truly want and we create a roadmap for it. And it's, it's so simple. It's almost like stupid how simple it is. You know what I mean? But if you don't put that time aside, it's literally going to be to the side and you're going to be focusing on only what you're seeing on the external world, which, you know, that's not where you create anything. You're just, you know, you're just being there. So um, it's really important to dream. <laughs> I, I love that. Cause I do think that when you're in that autopilot mode of just going and doing, and when you have kids and it's busy and you go into job and you're coming home from your job, that it gets into that space where you are just so involved in the external that you do forget your power, that you are a creative force. Mm. And when you are intentional about that time in whatever way, whether that's connecting with an awesome coach, who's, I also think like coaches, some people are like, oh, well, I already know all of this or whatever. It's about connecting in with somebody whose vibration is a vibration you want to yeah. be at, you know, yeah. truly. Yes. Like it's, it's not about already knowing the material already, you know, having that. It's about being able to connect into this energy yeah. that raises you up to who you can be because that opens doors, that opens opportunities. And then you can receive information that might be similar, but in a new way taken parts you didn't see before, recognize things about yourself. So there's yeah. so much power in taking that time to reflect with a coach or with just like 
your podcast, which is Healthy Style Podcast, guys, make sure you check that out on um, iTunes, Spotify, probably wherever <laughs> you can find podcasts. But just being able to connect into material people, coaches that bring you up yes. to the potential, give you a chance to reflect. I love that. It's so true because we live in this in- informational world, right? Anything you want to know basically is at your fingertips. So I don't have to tell you to eat a salad to drink more water, to, you know, and you can actually look those up. You can look up the benefits you'll know, but will you actually do it? It's not about doing those external things. It's about those internal shifts that I'm sorry, guys, Google is not going to teach you. It's not going to like walk, you know, take your hand and walk you through that process. And every single person's process is very, very, very different. It's like a fingerprint. It's, it's very different. It's individual, right? And so we have all that information out there. For example, we have thousands of different ways to be healthy, right? That we can be doing every single day. Just like there is a thousand different ways to get from, let's say, California to New Jersey. So you can take a, the quickest way, the most scenic route, or you can take the, the, the beaten path that will take you like 10 times longer because you, you don't have the pr- proper roadmap. So there are you're going to get there perhaps, right? Or maybe not, but it's about getting there in a way that is aligned, that is beautiful, that feels good to you. And that is, it's your own roadmap. I feel like a lot of times people look at a a plan or a program and then try to fit themselves into it without recognition that, hey, maybe I do need to be in bed by 930 every night or, you know, that's not feasible for me. Or maybe I have kids and have to make adjustments in the morning. So that, so I love that just the idea of personalizing, whether it's coaching, whatever that is to you, like a plan for change and creating a plan for change. That's really distinctly about you and not trying to fit yourself into a mold and then saying, Oh, well that doesn't work. Absolutely. And I do want to say I have a free resource on my website, which like everybody loves. It's, um, it's the habits. And I give you basically, like I said, tons of different things that you can do. And you can, it's a, it's a printout that you can intuitively look at and say, and I want you to pick one to two things to work on every single month. And then you have a monthly sheet and you get to fill those two things in, but then you also get to fill in your morning routine, your afternoon and evening, what, what your morning routine would look like with these two things in there. And so just writing out that process for yourself helps you, number one, it's, it's a form of manifestation, right? When you put things to paper, it's really powerful. You're also like spending that time on that. And then also you're, you're visualizing your day, your ideal day. And so um, what that will look like for this season of your life. Like if you have kids, of course, like there two different people are going to have two different morning routines. There's no, if, if somebody tells you that everybody needs to do this one thing, like they're lying, like no diet is one size fits all. Like, again, we're so individual. So it's a great resource where you go through this process and you have this monthly printout, which by the way, I, I advise you print out 12 for the next year. And each month you work on one to two things, you write out what your day looks like. And then you on the bottom, it has like a little thing where you just write any notes for like next month that, that comes up for you, right? And so over the year, if you work on two habits, you 
will build 24 new habits. You will have a brand new life next year. And this is all on your own in a way, right? Um, so you can find that on my website. It's um, healthwithmichaela.com forward slash healthy habits. So you can actually download that today and create the plan for the next year or so. I mean, for the month, but then, you know, you keep, you keep going back to it. That's the, that's the trick right there. That's the magic. You have to keep going back to it because some change will happen if you do it once, but if you want true lasting change, it's a practice just like, you know, built, uh, doing weights or, or anything that we do in life is practice. And I'll drop a link to that in the bio of this so that people can go and click right on that and connect with you um, through your website and we'll, we'll grab your Instagram too. Uh, one of the things that I love that you keep bringing up, because we talk about health and a lot of people like look at health as what am I eating? How am I mm -hmm. moving my body? But one of the things that you really focus a lot on is manifestation. That's obviously something I'm hugely into. Mm -hmm. That is a big big important uh, piece of how I've become me and how I've become so successful in my life. But one of the things that you said is my body just keeps getting better and better. <laughs> and I love that because society tells us the total opposite of like when you get, you know, at, the older you get, your body's just going to start falling apart. And I have people in my life who are a little bit older who, who are constantly like send me little warnings of like, Oh, when you turn uh, this age, it go, you know? And so yeah, with I love, would, they do yes, it with love. They do it with love. And, <laughs> but I would love for like, if we could give people a little guide to not falling into the traps that you have to age your body, yeah. your mind, your soul, like, oh, I like that. what would you encourage people to think about or look at or practice? Okay. So what comes to me is to know that no matter who we are, as long as you're human, you are manifesting. And so you want to look at your life as are you manifesting something that you want or something that you don't want? And you'll know this through, am I feeling good? Am I feeling sluggish or am I feeling energized? Am I feeling beautiful or am I feeling law? Am I, you know, so getting really clear, you can do this within a meditation, you can just do this as I'm speaking, like, give yourself this mental practice of where you are at right now. And for me, I, I find things that inspire me, right? I find women that are older that really inspire me. And so I say, if, if they can do it, I can do it. If you know, they can be successful and beautiful and kind and, and, and happy, right, most importantly, and can have a beautiful family and can have a beautiful home, like I can do that. So I strive to be better by what inspires me. Um, you might be inspired by something else, right? I'm a very visual person. So I can attach that vision to myself. Um, but also, not just think about the other one, think of myself and, and input myself into that reality, right? So that's one way. Another way on a physical level is I am all about that skincare. I'm all about um, taking care of my body and not just so I look good. So I, okay, here's my little mental trick for staying healthy. I like, like I said, I love like the visual. I love to look and feel beautiful. So I do my skincare and that means like I drink tons of water throughout the day. I, you know, cleanse my face morning and night. I use really clean products. I, you know, wash my uh, pillowcase very often. Like 
there's certain things that I do throughout the, like throughout my week that is geared, let's say towards really good skin. And I have really, really good skin. Um, but all of that to say, that's what keeps me healthy because I eat the vegetables to have better skin. I drink the water to have better skin. So I don't just associate like, Oh, I just want to be healthy. I, I associate it to some, some end result that I want to have. Um, for me, that's like, right now, I'm actually wor- working on like really growing my hair out. And so I have a little protocol that I'm, I, I added on top of everything that I do. So I even I add in two different habits in every single month. And I've been doing this for a really long time. And so all of these things that I've done in the past, they're just automatic. I don't think about it It's just normal. It's just like brushing my teeth, right? Um, I probably have like 50 things that I do throughout the day, but it, it doesn't take work. It's just what I do. Um, so I added this like hair care protocol, but everything that I do in that hair care protocol hits nutrition, hits hydration, hits sleep. Listen, if you're not sleeping well, your hormones are out of whack. If your hormones are out of whack, your hair is not the best or your skin is not the best, right? Or your weight, whatever your goal is. So that is like a little, very cute and sexy trick that I do. So like anytime I drink tons of water, I'm like, oh, better skin. But of course, it's helping helping my body, right? (laughs) Yes. So, um, and I have that plan. I literally write it out. Um, I have like my perfect day and I have the morning, afternoon and evening. And you can do that within that habits sheet where you write it out um, and just, you know, add things to it every single month and literally everything will change. That's such an incredible trick. A, to find the examples of what you can be and look like as you get old, you know, older and better yeah. age. Like I just, I love including in that manifestation because I, and even just finding like a reason that would hype you up of, oh, yeah. I, I don't need to do this to whatever I, or to punish myself or because I ate bad yes. yesterday or whatever. It's because I like want my skin to look gorgeous or so, I love yeah. that pairing. There's different, so you can eat, the thing is what, how we do anything, like with what energy we do anything is, is how we process things. If I eat a salad, and my mindset is, this is like, oh, like, this is so bland. I wish I was eating something, you know, a pizza. Um, like, if, if you're having thoughts like this, and you're eating, you're, honestly, you might as well be having that pizza, because your body is just, like, it's not, you're not loving yourself in that moment, basically, and it's, it's not going to give you the best results. So there, there are people that eat tons of salads and work out, but that are truly not happy. They still carry, you know, excess weight, let's say, or whatever it is. Um, And then there's a way to eat the salad and, you know, thank, you know, have a little gratitude practice before you eat. It could take two seconds of saying like, wow, thank you. I have this food to eat, eating it and say, oh, I'm going to have this salad. And if I want something else, which that is my trick, I eat whatever I want. I used to struggle with, I forgot to mention with a lot of eating issues throughout, like, I would say as I was a teen until like 28, um, all different types of things, you name it. Um, and so I basically, when I went to IIN, I naturally cured my, I, I cured myself. I never went to like a therapist after the first time when I was in my twenties. Um, and I 
basically made these changes by myself. I love what you just said because I was listening to, I don't know the proper pronunciation. So I think it's called the Huberman Project. Do you ever listen to the, or the Huberman Lab? It's a podcast. It's a neuroscience podcast, but he was talking about dopamine and he was saying like, okay, so we think that the dopamine hit comes from the activity. It doesn't come from the activity. Working out, if you hate it the whole time you're working out, does not give you a dopamine hit. Yeah. If you go in with a lighter um, workout and just appreciate it the whole time, it gives you the dopamine hit. So he was talking about like basically being able to trick your brain by stepping into all of the activities with appreciation of them prior to doing them. So I love that that just aligned like for me full circle this week of listening to that podcast. So you can have this salad and eat it with a mindset of like lack and like being feeling deprived. Or you can feel like what a blessing this is that you get to nourish your body. And if you're still hungry, which, you know, I am and I'll have my favorite thing is to have a really big salad and a slice of pizza or like homemade French fries. Like that is my jam. Yes. (laughs) And, And I feel so good. I feel there's, you know, there's no discomfort, nothing like that still helps my skin. You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel dull. Um, but there's certain shifts that, that happen and, and it's all internal because you have to feel it. Um, I was never a big person to work out like crazy, but I, I see a big trend, um, you know, with my clients, with like doing like Peloton and, and, and these like weightlifting and all of that. I feel that for women, we, we have to take a step back. We are not men right? In that sense, our bodies are designed very differently. And so our hormones are very different. And so we have to do things in a way that is more gentler and there, and you can still build muscle and you can still build strength and, and energy. Um, I, I switched a lot more to like low impact. I walk basically an hour every single day. So I I get like 13,000 steps in, Um, And then I do Pilates or yoga like three days a week. And it is amazing. I I never feel like I'm working so, so, so hard and I have to push, push, push and make things happen. I automatically now just go for a walk every morning. My daughter gets on the bus. I go for a walk. I listen to a podcast or, you know, the, one of the courses that I'm doing right now, Um, something educational, again, that mind nutrition is so important. I call it brain food. Like, what are you listening to the first thing? Is it the news? Or is it something how you want to show up how you want to feel, you know, listening to podcasts, there's so many amazing ones out there of women that inspire me. And like, I want to know what they're doing during the day. And so like, I try different things on. And that's why I, I named my podcast healthy style podcast. Cause it's almost like, what is your healthy style? It's, it's like clothes. You, you know, we have a certain style. Are you, are you the Pilates chick with, you know, you wear yoga pants all day or like who, what kind of st- healthy style do you have? Right. Um, and it will change. It will change with the career that you have or the, the roles that you have in your life uh, by choice or by default. Right. So it's just like, it's just interesting to play around with that, you know, but the mornings are are really important to like, just get that movement in and drink tons of water, even if you don't feel like it, right? I want better skin. So I'm going to drink, you know, a lot of water in the morning. And I want that, you know, it just helps with digestion and keep things flowing. And so it's just all about setting yourself up basically for, for that. 
I also love that you're designing your habits based on what you ultimately want. And so knowing what you want is such a huge Mm -hmm. part of this healthy lifestyle and healthy brain and healthy, um, you know, body. What are just quickly before we, we end today, what are just some of your morning routine? I know we kind of bonded over having a lengthy (laughs) morning routine. Um, So not everybody can do that, but what are just some things that you are must haves on your day, you know, day to day that people could consider for theirs? Sure. So I wake up and I drink a lot of water. I always have water besides me, um, you know, on my nightstand. So I wake up. That is the first thing that I do. I go to the bathroom. I, um, you know, brush my teeth, all of that. I love coffee. Coffee is my productivity juice. It gives me life as a mother. Like this is just, it's just my ritual. Right. But over the years, I've created a healthier coffee option for me. So it's organic. I add in a little bit of collagen. I add in inulin in it for fiber and prebiotics. Um, And I do oat milk and a little bit of maple syrup. So good. It's just my thing. Um, The next thing that I do is I read. And I've done this, Nicole, for, I would say, I don't think I've missed a day for close to five years. Like literally ever since my daughter was born in the morning, it just it just became a natural habit. Like it felt good. So I stuck with it. Anytime something does not feel good, I just don't do it anymore. You know, like I don't go to workout classes in the mornings because right now that would not feel good for me. Right. 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 So I basically, I read a book and I do at least, um, I would say like five to 10 minutes. Now over time, I, um, this year I actually got the Kindle. So I don't have to have like tons of books on me. I still get to travel every once in a while. So like I, you know, it's, it's lighter, right? I have like that mini Kindle and I read like four different books in the morning, but it's, it's almost like devotionals. So there's one called a journey to the heart. And it's like every date has a beautiful message. So it's almost like, you know, it's inspiring for, for whatever it is, soul, body, just life journey. And then there's one, uh, Jesus calling. I recently got into like more, more of that, um, that work as well. And I'm, and I'm loving it. So that feels good for me. Yeah. Uh, d- daily stoic feels really good for me. Cause it's more like, I feel like it's like more like that masculine energy, which I, t- I tend to need a little bit more of, and it's, uh, you know, different perspectives on life and, and, um, uh, and things like that about leaders and, and how they think. So I like that. Um, and then there's another book. Um, I forget what it is. I think it's about prayers. So anyway, so that is like my morning book. And then if I have a little bit more time, cause that only takes me a couple minutes, I have, um, either a self-development book on there or something like that. So I'm reading a book, um, by Christian Northrup life can be easy or something like that. I forget the title. I'm really bad with titles. <laughs> I love um, any of her books. So yes. <laughs> yeah. So she's really good. So I do that. And then, and then it's about my daughter. So my daughter just kind of does her own thing while I drink my coffee and read. It's just, she doesn't bother me. We just have this like, um, nonverbal agreement, right? That that's what we do. Then I get her dressed. I, I, you know, I get her breakfast. I get her ready for school. Once I drop her off, I'm, in, I'm and I'm still like in my like sweats or in my loungewear. I still didn't do my skin care routine because that like I like to enjoy it. I like to take yeah. my time with it. And I, you know, I feel like if I have to get her ready, it's just it's not enjoyable. So I get her on the bus and then I walk for an hour, 
cold, you know, whether it's cold, I just don't do it when it's raining, but it doesn't rain much here. So I go for a walk, I listen, and then I go home, I shower, do my skincare, and then I sit down and, you know, brainstorm, do my work. But I do my like um, three most important uh, tasks. So I call them my three MITs. And so I literally get to work on the hardest one first. And then if I make my way down, great. If not, they go to the, to the next day. Um, and so that is my morning routine. I do a little bit of stretching and another little thing is hydration. So I have a gallon right now, even I have a gallon of water next to me. Um, I'm such a liquids person. Um, so I have a tea and then I make a matcha, um, and I have my water and then sometimes mostly like a smoothie. Um, that's usually my breakfast cause I do intermittent fasting. So that is my morning routine, but it's been, it's been a year, you know, years in the making. Um, I think I first crafted my real morning routine, um, like with intention. It was about four years ago when I, um, released my first online program and I had a, a business partner that we were working with and she was really big on it. And if anyone's looking to change their morning routines, I highly, highly recommend you pick up the book. It's called Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. And oh my God, will it change your life? I think there's like Facebook groups um, that he started and stuff. And so if, if, you know, how we begin our mornings or how we start our mornings really shape our days, right? And then our days shape our weeks and our, you know, weeks shape our months and basically our lives. So any, like any shift or change that you want to have in the, in your life can really if you focus on your morning routine and, and create that balance of an action and um, really being intentional, um, that is how you can make really big changes. It's so awesome that you're so dedicated to your routine. And I think, um, I think the miracle mornings people did put out one for parents because their original morning routine Mm. is a little bit longer for somebody who, you know, has a little less free will waking up and (laughs) and getting out the door. They they give you option. They give you like, well, you, you craft your own. So it's that framework, but you make your own and you actually get to make your mini one. So there's like a six minute one. And I believe I haven't done a miracle morning in, in a, in a couple of years, but there's like mindfulness, there's med- like, so basically like a meditation movement, hydration, there's like, you have to hit all of these notes and you can do each one within a minute. So they have a six minute morning routine, you know, Perfect. so that's, so anybody cool. could do, yeah, yes. anybody can do it. Oh, this has been such an invigorating <laughs> conversation. I'm so grateful that you uh, wanted to come on and hang out with me. Make sure you guys jump over to Michaela's website um, and grab her healthy habits guide. That's totally free. And you also are offering a Black Friday special. Do you want to let people know what that is? Yeah, sure. So um, it's going to be available until December 3rd. And basically it's these mini jumpstart sessions. So normally I work with clients uh, one-on-one with a three-month program or a six-month program. But, you know, sometimes I find like even when I do consultations with for 30 minutes, they have these breakthroughs and they start making changes. And, you know, so a lot can happen within a productive 30 minutes together. And so I have a single jumpstart session which is valued at 150, but I have it for a 50% off. So it's 75. And then there's a bundle of three sessions for 199. And you get to book those until 
uh, the end of next January. So like uh, January 31st, 2022. And so you know, I do recommend the bundle, but if even if you want to like dip your toe in getting some health coaching, this also makes a really great like gift for somebody that you love for like your best friends or your mother or your sister. Um, and so I just really wanted people to have this opportunity to experience coaching and to start making changes in their life. This is so awesome. And remind people where they can reach you. Sure. So uh, my website is healthwithmikayla.com and you can find the services on there. You can find the healthy habits guide. All of my information is on there. I, I blog a little bit. I mostly do the podcast. So the podcast is healthy style podcast available everywhere. And then you can find me on Instagram at healthwithmikayla and then at healthy style podcast. Awesome. And thank you so much again. Make sure you guys link up with Michaela. She's awesome. You guys are going to thrive in her wonderful mm-hmm. energy and expertise. And um, yes, yeah, so make sure you connect with her, pick up that free guide and get hooked up with that Black Friday special. Thank you for listening to the Healthy Style Podcast. I hope you enjoy this episode. If you like the show, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe. It's actually the best way to support the show. If you want to see more about each episode, you can head over to Healthy Style Podcast on Instagram. I'm always posting about each episode there or my personal page at Health with Michaela. I'm also offering 30-minute consultations where we can chat about your health and wellness goals and how to achieve them. You can schedule yours by visiting the website healthwithmichaela.com.